0: The 2022 high school football season kicks off in under a week. Hear from Warren County's Matt Turner, Stone Memorial's Derek Samber, and more on the high school playbook. Welcome back on the high school playbook, joined now by head coach Derwin Wright of the York Institute Dragons football program. Coach in your 17th year total coaching, but first year back with the Dragons, now in your fourth stint, last time back in 2019. Coach, I want to start off uh, how's it feel to be back coaching in Jamestown?
1: Well, I love it. I, I got in administration for a while, and I'm just glad to be back in coaching. Uh, feel a little rusty. Uh, got a new staff working with a uh, couple of couple of guys that I've worked with in the past, but, but majority are new staff, and uh, so I'm I'm feeling kind of rusty. But uh, I think things will come together. Uh, kids are working hard. Coaches are coaching hard. So hopefully things will things will come together.
0: I know you got hired on back earlier on in 2022, January, February portion. When were you able to kind of finally take on the team and and start to instill some of your practices?
1: Really, it was the spring. It it didn't happen until the spring. Uh, I was limited, you know, as far as the weight room. and uh, So, you know, we did work with them after school in the weight room, but, you know, we got multiple athletes, so a lot of guys in track a lot of guys in baseball uh, so you you don't have your whole group there but really spring practice
0: coach this is a team that's gone three and eight over the last three seasons how do you try to curb that trend this year
1: well the big thing is just getting fundamentally sound you know turnovers mistakes missed tackles have have attributed to a lot of that and uh you know, the big thing we've been focusing on is is not doing a lot, but let's do what we do and do it well. And uh you know, we've we've got a ways to go. Uh, I, you know, we've had we've, we've had two scrimmages under belt tonight. We're playing the jamboree, so uh, you know that's going to be more game like. So we'll we'll find and learn a lot. And and what I've told the kids is, it's not where we're at right now; it's where we're going to be at in ten weeks. Uh, are we going to keep improving or are we going to drop our heads so you know the big thing is get better each week and every game and and one game at a time
0: coach does it seem like the guys are kind of buying into your system and i know obviously it's probably not completely new because you were there just a few years ago and and some of them might may have been there maybe as freshmen but probably as eighth graders but does it seem like they're starting to buy into what you're putting out there
1: well, it seems like they are they uh, and they seem to be picking up you know what we're doing in the wing key and the double wing pretty well uh you know I've changed up some of the things that i've I've done in the past. I feel like that you know good coach is going to look at his athletes and the, and these guys have some capability of doing some things beyond what i would tr- traditionally what we did was you know smash mouth straight football uh I think we've got some we've got some uh guys in some skill spots that have some you know talents are doing other things so we're opening the offense up more
0: i I wanted to ask about that as well because uh, this york school in general has enjoyed a lot of success in athletics you go back to the basketball season both the girls and boys make it to state go to baseball season they're one game away from making it to state does it seem like the athletes that you have and you had mentioned how a lot of them play multiple sports does it seem like they're kind of feeding off of that success going into this football season
1: both those teams, all three of those teams did an outstanding job and blessed, blessed, with athletes and good coaches and, you know, good, good, they're good programs and they're, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to model that in our football program and get our football program turned back around, and get it back to where it was. So those guys that played on that, you know, they, they obviously have knew what it took in basketball and baseball to win those games. And, uh, you know, winning is contagious just like losing is contagious. So. Uh, it's a mindset and we've got to get that turned around in, in football
0: we're talking with head coach derwin wright of the york institute dragons right here on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders coach uh, your guys' region not an easy one getting into it this year with monterey oneida rockwood and wartburg as well but what excites you about competing in this region
1: well i think you know our all the schools are you know close really close size wise uh as far as our demographics of the school were a lot alike, uh, so, you know, that, that to me excites me. You know, I, I've been in regions where I was in with Portland and, and Greenbrier and Lipscomb and we were traveling all over the place. So, you know, it's, it's teams that we know that, you know, when I was in high school, we played Rockwood and Harriman and those guys and, and, and O'Neill, we played many years in a row. Monterey played, you know, numerous times. So, it's teams that are close, uh, you know. And as I tell our kids, you know, the the thing with teams like that, they they know other players, other players know them. So that that's that's a pretty neat thing.
0: Coach, who are some guys that are, that are going to be making an impact for you this year?
1: Well, I think Caden Stover uh, at tailback force, uh, Bryson Bilberry, uh, tight end, linebacker, uh, Michael Wall, who's a sophomore, plays on the O line, D line force. Michael's really really had some some uh, good practices miles left you uh miles is uh you know he, he's a really good multiple athlete uh basketball football player uh i think he's gonna have a big year for us uh Lake drake who's uh who's uh got played some receiver last year he's he's playing quarterback tailback force uh he will see a lot of action uh brett uh jones who's a senior uh We've moved him to wing back, and he's really, really looking good at that spot. And then two guys that were on our track team, two, of our, two guys of good speed, uh, Aiden Sweat-Thomas and uh, Rylan Miller, uh, you know, those guys, they're going to be fun to watch uh, if, if, if they come on and do what I think they're capable of.
0: Coach, since you've taken over, you mentioned spring was kind of the first that you were able to get in the weight room, start to put some practices out there. What area of your team has improved the most since then?
1: Well, I, I think just, just the team aspect of it, uh, becoming a team, uh, you know, struggling together, uh, hard practices, working together, you know, it, it's not been without, without that we lost some kids that, you know, that decided they didn't want to play. Uh, you know, I, I, I told them when I come in that, you know, we were going to do things, we were going to treat them right and we were going to do things, but we were going to practice hard and work hard and, uh, you know, and, and I see them now, uh, seeing that and saying hey you know listen this is this is what it's about and finding ways to have fun while you're doing that uh real pleased yesterday when we went out on the field uh you know they really they they hopped around uh some excitement about being out there and uh so that mindset i that's that's the biggest thing i, I see it starting to change uh but with that being said, you know, you, you've got to have some success, uh, you know, because when you if you don't have success, kids start questioning what they're doing.
0: Head Coach Derwin Wright with the York Institute Dragons right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. They're getting ready to take on Bledsoe County coming up on Friday the 19th to start off their season on the road. Coach, we appreciate the time. I look forward to talking to you throughout the year. Oh, thank you so
1: much. Appreciate your coverage.
0: Welcome back on the high school playbook joined now by head coach Steve Trapp of the DeKalb County Tigers football program coach a good record last year seven and five three and two in region play against one of the tougher schedules in the state and especially in foray but how did you feel that the team performed last season.
2: Well I mean, overall, you can't complain with going multiple rounds in the playoffs. That's something that we always talk about early in January is you know first and foremost, we want to win our region uh you know we come in third in our region last year. I thought it was very competitive uh during the regular season we The games that we did lose in region were very close competitive football games, so you know we felt at the end of the day that you know a few plays go differently than we had our shot but uh, you know, we won a first round playoff game and then match back up with Upperman in the second round and they got the better of us, but, uh, I see it playing out the same way this year, just a very competitive region. Uh, I think every team has improved over the last couple of years. So you just really got to be able to, or be ready to play the, the best football you can each and every Friday night.
0: Coach, when you look back at last season, what's maybe one thing that your team could have done a better job of to maybe make it a little bit deeper into the playoffs?
2: Well, I mean, it comes back to preparation in everything that we do. And that's not saying that our team's prepared, you know, bad, but just understanding that, uh, you know, you got to be where your feet are. You got to understand the moment and, you know, don't let the moment be too big, but just, you know, continue the process of work, understanding what's at stake. But ultimately it all comes down to how you prepare and, and, and how you work and then the desire that you have to put that work uh, out on the field and produce on Friday night.
0: Is that something you guys have focused in on the offseason to try to prepare or at least teach them how to prepare a little bit better come game time?
2: Uh, Definitely. And and like I said, it's not that we didn't do that, but, uh, you know, we've got a very veteran ball club this year, so everybody on the field will be juniors and seniors. I think there's only one sophomore. But, uh, you know, every January we come back and we do have a theme for the year and, you know, this year it's all in, and that's just, uh you know, trying to get them to build a better mindset of everything matters. It's not just about Friday. There's a, uh, a Monday through Thursday that you've got to take care of, and then, you know, what are you doing on the weekends as far as film review, and, you know, how you clean your locker, and how you show up, and how you leave practice, just all the little details that, you know, we require of them, and we demand of them, they all matter, and they all lead towards, you know, having great production on the field. So, Uh, Just, you know, and they are teenagers, so we all understand how that goes. But, uh, you know, just getting them all on the same page each and every day on how they work and how they should do their job. And, uh, you know, it leads to success on the weekends.
0: Coach, listening to your answer so far and going off of that mantra that you guys have for this season, being all in, you guys have a successful year last year and bring back a good amount of those players that had that success. Do you guys have your sights set on a deep playoff run and possibly a state title this year?
2: Well, like I said, it all starts within our region. You know, we wanna we wanna compete highly in that and you know, we wanna win it. Uh and and the bonus for that is, you know, you're playing your games in the playoffs at home, you know, so we want home playoff games and in order for that to happen you've gotta be first or second in your region. Uh, you know, second's gonna get you that first round game, but then depending on how everything goes. So uh that's where we start everything. And then once we get in the playoffs, you know, we set our other goals and it's one week at a time and you know, we wanna make sure that we're getting extra weeks and uh you know, we wanna take it as far as we can once we get there. But uh, you know, ultimately we gotta do one week at a time now and make sure that we have those extra opportunities. But, you know, I really like this football team. Like I said, it's a veteran club. Uh they've done very well in the spring and in the summer. So uh you know we're looking forward to the fall and getting everything kicked off uh, and it being real and uh yes we're expecting to be in the playoffs and we wanna go as deep as we can.
0: We're talking with head coach Steve Trapp of the DeCap County Tigers football program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, you mentioned how the spring has gone well, fall camp has gone well. Take me through the offseason. What has impressed you most or what has improved the most throughout this offseason period?
2: Well, like I said, the biggest thing is it's, it's a veteran club. You know, everybody, like I said a moment ago, they're, that's going to be out there on Friday nights. You know, they, they've got experience. You know, we've got four-year seniors that's been starters for four years. We've got you know, juniors that's been starters for two and three years, and you know we've got one starting sophomore. You know that which was a starter last year as a freshman. So they they've all been under the lights on Friday nights. That's that's the big key, Uh and, and the biggest thing is just you know understanding there's work to be done each and every day, and. Uh, you know, those young guys, you know, coming up from the middle school or, or the things like that, that's something that they really got to understand and, and learn. It's a big transition. The amount of work, not saying that they don't work at the uh, younger levels, but, uh, it is different with the film review and, and, and everything, the weight room and how important that is. So, you know, just these guys showing up, understanding how to work, uh, you know, the leadership is there with a the veteran ball club. You know, a lot of times you can talk to some of those guys and, you know, they can take care of some issues for you, you know, just because, uh they've been there they've done that they've been around and they know what this can uh, garner if it is successful and you know we talk about all the time do what you do to impact people that's our number one focus we don't talk about winning and losing a whole lot we want to be able to play football and make people's weekends and nights better and that's what will happen if you're winning so we got to take care of all those little things we talk about
0: coach take me through who is going to be making an impact for your team this year on the field well,
2: I mean, offensively, we can start with Kobe Barnes, our running back. He's one of those four year seniors who has four years of starting under his belt. Freshman year, he started the year injured, so he didn't get to start right off the jump. He come back there in the middle, uh, ended up getting hurt again, but you know, he was our starter as a freshman, but, uh, you know, he's a big bruising back, but also has some speed when he gets broke away. So going to really rely a lot on him. Uh, you know, we got three of our four receivers back. So John Ellis. You know he's got a uh, you know he's going to be starting on both sides of the ball at safety and at receiver. Holding Trap was a starter at receiver last year. He's now also going to be a starter at cornerback for so he's a two way guy. Uh, you know and uh, Nolan Gottlieb's a guy that punted for us last year, but he also started on defense at corner. We have moved him to linebacker, but uh, right now he's kind of in a position battle to see if he can hold on to a receiver spot on offense with Malachi Trap, who's a new addition. Uh, Josh May, he's another four year starter for us. He starts at linebacker uh and at full back tight end H back position. So all those guys, our offensive line, we've got three of the five back. Ian Jones is a three year starter, Shady Rankhorn's a two year starter, and then Will Ferris is a junior, but he is he's a three year starter. Uh so and, and a lot of these names are gonna be on both sides of the ball also. But then our quarterback trap uh, you know, is a sophomore last year started for us, so he's in his second year starting and his you know, between that sophomore and junior year, just the physicalness has, you know, it's kind of hit him a little bit. So he looks more like a, a high school quarterback, you know, matured physically and mentally in that position. And, uh, you know, Ari Watt, you know, he played nose guard last year for us as a sophomore, but he's going to be our starting middle linebacker. Uh, he was just too good. We had to get him on the field last year. So that's where we put him. Tyler Estes. Uh, another four-year senior with three years of experience. So we've got guys all over the field that's that's been out there for multiple
0: years. <laughs> Going to be a fun season for the DeKalb County Tigers. That's head coach Steve Trapp with the Tigers football program right here on the high school playbook. They're getting geared up to take on the Warren County Pioneers in game number one coming up next week on the 19th. Coach, we appreciate the time. As always, look forward to talking to you throughout the year.
2: I appreciate it. Thanks for having
0: me on. Welcome back on the High School Playbook, joined now by Head Coach William Matheny of the Pickett County Bobcats uh, Junior Varsity Football Program right now as they work to get back into a varsity schedule. Coach, uh, the last varsity year for this Bobcats team was back in 2020. You take over in 2021 and play a JV schedule a year ago and this season. Just kind of take me through, what kind of growth have you seen from the Bobcats football team over the last year, year and a half?
3: Oh, well, we've grown in numbers, which that's why we're not we are J V now, we're not varsity. Uh but we've got we don't have a younger program, so we're all trying to learn this together right now. So
0: what okay. how many numbers do you guys have right now?
3: Uh, we got about twenty four.
0: What did that grow from, I guess, when you took over last year?
3: Uh when I started my first day they was thirteen.
0: Over the last year, I mean, what have you guys kind of been working on in practice with these guys?
3: Just the fundamentals, pretty much. Just kind of keep it simple so they can learn. Uh, like I said, we don't have a younger program, so they've not. Some of them's never been in on a football field a day in their life. <laughs> so well, we're just working on fundamentals right now
0: is that kind of the main thing that you wanted to accomplish when you took over this job is, is just kind of try to build up the program and and kind of teach them about the game of football? Yes. Who are some guys that have really improved over the last year in your eyes?
3: Well, I've got about 12 seniors and two of them, uh, one of them being, uh, Damian Paris has really stepped up and, uh, Pretty much all the seniors have stepped up, and then the quarterback is uh, Caden Miller. He's really improved a lot.
0: I know Caden from basketball and baseball as well. Seems like he's doing pretty much everything there at Pickett County. Coach, uh, the JV schedule this year, what does the schedule look like? How many games are you guys planning on playing?
3: Uh, we have 10 games scheduled. We start uh, uh, August the 19th, which will be next Friday. Uh, at Oakdale, and we played York a couple times and Oneida a couple times, and also Hancock County, which they went out of varsity the same time we did.
0: Coach, what's one thing that you want to see the team do well this season as they try to continue to get back into varsity shape?
3: The main thing is just improving every night. They practice every game, just improving is the main goal right now.
0: That's head coach Willie Matheny with the Pickett County Bobcats JV football program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach Matheny, we appreciate it. Good luck this season with the Bobcats.
3: All righty, I appreciate it.
0: Welcome back on the High School Playbook, joined now by Head Coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers football program. Coach Hennigan in his first season with the Cookville Cavaliers as head coach. Coach, last year, this is a team that went 1-9 and throughout the season, their only win against Livingston. You come in midway through back in December and take over the program, a program that you played for. When you got a chance to look at this team for the first time, did it look like a 1-9 and team in your eyes?
4: No, no, it didn't. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that, um, you know, played a role in that. And, and I think, you know, some things that happened in the first half of the season probably, uh, you know, culminated in some of those losses late in the season. So, uh, not at all. That was one of the first thing, I, first things I saw even before I took the job, you know, watching some tape and, and doing some, some things like that, but definitely not, um, you know, I didn't think coaching staff or player wise.
0: When you came in and took over this program, you met with the team for the first time. What was the message to the team?
4: Uh, I think the biggest thing was just uh, I'm going to challenge them. You know, I'm going to push them hard. I'm going to uh, expect a lot from them. I'm, I'm You know, I'm going to be demanding of them, but at the same time, uh, I'm going to love them. You know, I'm, and I think a lot of times people get that confused with telling them positives all the time or telling them, you know what they're doing well all the time, but you know when you love somebody, you hold them accountable, uh, and you do it in a positive way, hopefully, and um, you you hold them to a standard that you know they're capable of of being at, and so that's kind of been my message. That's the first thing I told them, and hopefully every day, you know that's kind of been either said or demonstrated, you know, by me and our staff.
0: You've had roughly eight to eight or nine months now with the team in the off season. As you get deeper into fall camp and closer to the first game of the season, what is probably an area that you've seen the most growth in this off season from the team?
4: Yeah, I'd say leadership um, for sure. You know, I don't know if you're asking for on the field or off the field, but the biggest thing to me was just developing um, some guys that that knew how to lead, that knew what it looked like to be. A positive leader, you know, on the field, off the field, in the classroom, you know, in the community. And there's, there's certainly growth from individual players, um, but, but also just as a team. Um, and, and we're still, we're still in that process. You know, I think real games and, and meaningful games will develop some of that as well. Um, but, but without playing real games yet, um, I've definitely been pleased with just the way we've developed um, some individual leaders and just as a whole.
0: Coach, if I counted right on the roster that I found online for you guys, you have 19 seniors, is that correct?
4: 19 or 20 maybe, but yeah, somewhere right there.
0: How important are they to your transition coming back in here? Of course, you've been through Cookville, you're from the area, you played there, but how important are they in your transition of, of just getting the team's trust?
4: yeah very important um, you know that's re- relatively not a not a huge senior class um, for Cookville um, but you know it was bigger uh, when I got here and every class was bigger the team as a whole was bigger in spring practice and um, those are the right you know nineteen or twenty those are the right guys those are the ones that have stuck through a difficult transition and, and off-season of being challenged and being pushed physically, mentally, emotionally. Um, those are the guys that have kind of lasted and have, have you know, put the time and the effort into, um, you know, leading this team as a senior. So, obviously, they're very important to the, the message that, you know, that I want to get through to our staff, through our, you know, through our players, and it, it starts with those guys. So, Um, they're, they're a huge part of, of everything that we do.
0: We're talking with head coach Taylor Hennigan of the Cookville Cavaliers football program right here on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders. Coach, what kind of system are you trying to instill into this Cookville, both offense and defense? Uh,
4: you know, I think that the games, the season, the games, the, the players that we have available each week will, will dictate, you know, some of that, um, we will be very simple. Uh, we're not gonna try to outsmart a bunch of people. Uh, obviously there's a level of game planning and, um, you know, doing some things maybe a little bit differently week to week based on, you know, what you've done or based on who you're playing, but we're not going to be complicated. Uh, probably multiple. Um, I would say in every area, all three phases, we'll be able to um, to do different things and to to execute different i guess you could say styles of offense and defense um, based on what the situation dictates you know nowadays you've got to prepare for um, you know defensively you have to prepare for slow tempo up tempo um, and and at this level all kinds of offenses so um, you've got to be able to adapt and and change uh, but like I said, we're going to try to keep it simple so that our players can, you know, play fast.
0: Coach, who are some players that you think are going to be making an impact for the Cavaliers this year?
4: Uh, Offensively, you know, I think the first one that comes to mind, you've got our senior quarterback, Mace Thompson, uh, who's back from injury and and has really gotten himself into better shape than he was before uh, his injury last year. So I'm excited to see his work, you know, and the way that that pays off. He's, um, worked his butt off uh for really the last i 'd say ten months to get back to to this point and was way ahead of schedule when I got the job and uh was able to go through through spring practice and all of summer and you know is fully cleared now and fully ready to go so um he he's one that just has poise that has confidence that has experience and and a good arm, so excited to see him I think some others. Uh, you know, as far as returners, Brock Owen, um, you know, on both sides of the ball, uh, his brother Blake Owen kind of coming into, as a sophomore, coming into a more prominent role on both sides of the ball. Um, and, and then, you know, again, some returners, Parker Smith, Jaden Baker, uh, and, and excited to see, you know, their, their work pay off over the, the last few months.
0: Lastly, Coach, it's your first season. You're coming back to your alma mater to take over as the head coach after Jimmy Maynard, who was there for so many years and did such a great job with the program. What are you most excited for for this upcoming season?
4: Yeah, um, first of all, you know, he he did do a great job, and, and I've got a lot of respect for, um, you know, him as a coach, him as a person, and the job that he did here, and, um, you know, watching his teams over the years. He's uh, one of the best, um, in the area and, uh, just fortunate really to take over a program, you know, after him. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to just our players playing, um, for each other, you know, playing fast, playing free of, you know, free of doubt, free of confusion, free of, um, you know, getting, uh, you know, making a mistake you know which which will happen every game we'll we'll have a lot of those, but you know, just seeing our players the work that they've put in over the last you know eight months, and now they get an opportunity to you know see it pay off, so that's probably the thing that that I'm excited for the most here in the next couple of weeks.
0: Head coach Taylor Hennigan with the Cookville Cavaliers football program right here on the high school playbook. They're getting ready to take on the Upperman Bees. It'll be played at Tennessee Tech coming up on Thursday, the 18th, one of the first games in the whole state for the high school football season. Coach, we appreciate the time. Look forward to talking to you throughout the season.
4: Yes, thank you for having me.
0: Welcome back on the High School Playbook, joined now by Head Coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers football program. Coach, six and five a year ago, two and three in region play, you make the 4A playoffs, and the last three regular season games all decided by a combined four points. When you look back at last year, what was your assessment of the season?
5: Yeah, you know, you kind of said it. Those last three games were the determining factor in terms of the the ceiling of our football team uh last year was a really young football team we started I think double digit sophomores. So that's kinda of what I look back on. Uh and then looking forward it's it's the growth of those young kids, those sophomores and juniors that are now juniors and seniors. How much do they grow up mature? How much more discipline are they um as as we roll into this fall?
0: Coach, that kind of leads perfectly into my second question. You guys have consistently gotten better record-wise each of the last 3 years. Does it feel like you guys are kind of building towards that season you had back in 2018 for this year?
5: Yeah, I think so. Um you know, that's the hope and and I think football in the Upper Cumberland's often cyclical. You know, you have groups of kids come together and and stay together and I think we do have a lot of the same uh, coaches and and schemes in place. And so I think over the last three years, we've definitely shown growth. Uh, Coach Justin Qualls running our defense. This will be his third season consecutively with us. Uh, That alignment and that continuity, I think, does pay off. and uh, We hope it builds towards something special.
0: Coach, take me through the offseason. What has improved the most on your team throughout this offseason?
5: Well, we were really uh, intentional about the weight room. We've seen some kids come in uh fifteen, twenty pounds heavier that needed to uh pack on that kind of weight, um, going from uh a boy's body to a young man's body. And then we've seen some other kids take off fifteen to twenty pounds of bad weight. So kids have been really intentional about that. But more than anything, our plan for this off season were, you know, how do we grow these kids that were pretty good athletes this year into young men. Uh we know the athletic part with this bunch takes care of itself. How do we make them great young men that we can count on uh in the foxhole of Friday night.
0: Coach, I've I've heard that from a lot of coaches both this week and last week of just trying to grow the men on your team. How important is that to you and then how important does it seem to be to the other coaches in the area that yeah, you want to win football games, but it seems like more importantly you're trying to grow these kids into men before they leave high school.
5: Well, I don't want to speak for other coaches, but for us, you know, approaching it from the football side first, you do great things with great people, and we want these young men to be great people. Um and, you know, then the flip side, if a kid carries a ball across a line, uh, 50 times in a career or a season or whatever else, but, uh, he doesn't have the skills to be a productive husband and a productive father and a productive, uh, employee and member of society, then we failed. You know, uh, life doesn't care how many times you, you carried the ball across a painted line on a patch of grass. So we want them to be great men and, and to become that and build up and have a better Crossville in 20 years from now.
0: We're talking with head coach Derek Samber of the Stone Memorial Panthers football program right here on the high school playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, let's talk about the region you guys are in, Region 4, 4A. Five of the six teams a year ago finished above 500 with their final record. And it seems like this year, every team, including Livingston, is kind of taking another step forward. How good is this region?
5: I think it's tremendous. I think, uh, it starts with the coaches, staffs, uh, at the top of each of those programs, you know, a lot of continuity. I think there's a lot of turnover year to year, uh, at a lot of schools, but it seems like our region, our area in particular, uh, coach trap, I think has been there longer than anybody. Um, you know, coach Kane's been there a handful of years. Coach shoulders has been at Macon County a handful of years. Coach Rapaski, I think is going into year three at Cumberland County. Uh, Coach Flatt at Livingston into his second year uh, and on down the line. So I think it start, starts at the top. we got a great set of coaches that, you know, uh, there's no easy victories. There's no easy uh, possessions uh, against these teams that are so well coached. Uh, it, it's a really competitive region, as you said. Most of it finishing above 500. That's certainly not the norm across the state of Tennessee.
0: How was fall camp gone for you guys this year? Uh, it's been good.
5: You know, it's been a weird one. Uh, this is more rain. Uh, just this first week of August than you see in most uh, months of August, it seems like. So that's been different, uh, but it's been good. We've seen a couple good teams in scrimmages in Anderson County and Sequatchie County. Uh, We'll wrap up with the Jamboree against Sparta. Uh, But, you know, I'm just glad it's fall. I'm glad football's here. Uh, We're we're back in school now, and there's that energy around the school building as the kids wear their jerseys and, and get ready for those Friday nights.
0: Take me through a couple of those scrimmages you had mentioned that you guys have been playing in them. Has anything stood out, maybe good or bad from your team?
5: Uh I would say uh the progress week one against Anderson County is a tremendous football team. uh we made some mistakes, some self inflicted wounds there uh that that is what you wanna avoid uh and my message to the our team was you know we competed well. Uh, but this next week, let's make some new mistakes and let's make fewer mistakes. And they really answered that call and answered that challenge. A lot fewer mistakes last week against the County, another really well-coached competitive team. Uh, but Stone took care of Stone in a way that I didn't see us, uh, take care of Stone last year in the sense that we eliminated mistakes, eliminated miscues, uh, and executed pretty well and pretty efficiently.
0: Coach, I know you had talked with my sports reporter, Joseph Staten, a couple of weeks ago about some of the players who you think might make an impact, and you don't like to single them out. So I'll kind of switch and ask who or what part of your team, what part of your game do you really think is going to have a big impact on winning ball games this year?
5: Well, you mentioned individuals, and I really struggle with that uh, because we have a bunch, and I feel like maybe that's even the strength of our team is having uh, 30-some-odd kids that can play for us the uh, line of scrimmage and, and on the back end of our defense and at the skill positions, we almost get to play basketball minutes. Hmm. Uh, for four spots in the defensive secondary, we feel like we've got seven or eight kids that we'd be more than comfortable starting. Uh, and it's very much the same in the backfield and at receiver. Uh And then along the defensive line, we feel like we don't have to ha- ask kids to string together more than two or three plays at a time. Uh We can roll kids and, and just so many um names and young men that are really going to help this football team and make uh, plays over the course of 10 games, I would hate to name them uh, because if I start naming, I feel like I'd get to 30 or 35 names that I need to mention.
0: (laughs) Well, Coach, I mean, with that depth and with the upperclassmen that you have this year, what are some goals that you guys have set for this season?
5: Uh, Honest to goodness, uh, the only thing we've discussed is the first one because it's the one we've got control over right now. Uh, We open with Lenore City. We want to win that first one. We want to be a more disciplined football team this year, uh, and we really feel like that discipline is going to set the ceiling for us. So goals, there there are none beyond the first game. Uh, and, and then, you know, after that Friday it will be uh, week two and taking care of that opponent and on down the line. So uh, I think putting the cart before the horse or getting ahead of ourselves wouldn't serve us well. Uh, this is a team that needs to focus on ourselves, take care of ourselves, make sure we're playing mature, disciplined football, uh, mistake-free football to the best of our ability, um, and I think the ceiling of this team will be pretty high in the end.
0: Let's talk about the that Lenore City game quickly. You mentioned uh, you want to play mistake-free, but what's a couple of other key things you'd really like to see your team do well in Week 1? We're going to
5: have to play well at the line of scrimmage. Um, they're, they're a unique offense, to be sure, one you generally don't have to prepare for in 2022, uh, so we're going to have to be really good at the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Uh and then again, not to overemphasize or, or become redundant or repetitive, but we gotta be mistake free. Uh turnovers really um buried us last year. Uh we, we got up a score on Lenore City and turnovers kept us from making it a two score game at any point and they came back and finished us off. So uh turnovers uh and win a line of scrimmage, uh that could probably be applied to every game, but that's really what we're as coaches focusing on for this week one matchup with Lenore City.
0: That's Head Coach Derek Samber with the Stone Memorial Panthers football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, we appreciate the time. Good luck coming up in Week 1 against Lenore City.
5: Yes, sir. Appreciate all you do for high school sports, and go Panthers.
0: Welcome back on the High School Playbook. Joined now by Head Coach Matt Turner of the Warren County Pioneers football program. Coach, obviously a little bit of a struggle last year record-wise, your lone win against Cookville. Just kind of take me through last season. What were your thoughts on last season's performance?
6: Well, you know, it was, it was a tough year, obviously. Uh, you know, we had a, we had a, you know, I don't know what you call it. The, the season before, you know, we had the eight and two team and, and, and Mr. Football and just a memorable season. Uh, of course that, that happened because we had a, a great group of seniors and, and a senior heavy team. And last year's season or last year's team, you know, we just had two returners. Actually coming back from the previous season, so we had a lot of young green guys and, uh, uh it is unfortunate. COVID kind of hit us right at the beginning of the season and, and kind of threw us a curveball and we missed our first two games. Um, and you know, we started off pretty good, played well against Mount Juliet and then, uh, uh, uh actually got a win at Cookville but uh, at that, of that win, we lost, uh, one of our returners, Dayton Jernigan, as a, as one of the linemen. And so we was starting, uh, uh, with really green, unexperienced linemen. Uh, so, you know, and, and we, we took our, uh, uh, shots on the chin, you know, and, and, uh, and, uh, played, played hard and, and just came up short on the win-loss column, obviously. Uh, but you know, uh, um, kids got to that extra game in the playoffs last year with that win over Cooper. Um, but you know, and it, it was just a tough, it was a tough season, uh, with a lot of inexperienced kids. Um, so I mean, i that's where I'm excited this year, you know, cause I feel like we've got all of those kids back except for about two guys. So, uh, we're kind of turned the page and, and ready to move on.
0: Coach, uh, did, uh, did that change anything for you in your coaching style at all? I mean, you had kind of alluded to it. You go 8-2 the year before you have Mr. Football, and then you almost get humbled a little bit coming back in the next year going uh, with the one win last season. Did that change anything for you coaching style, or, I mean, what did it do for you personally last year?
6: I, I mean, personally, no. I mean, I'm a blue-collar top kid coach. I'm kind of uh, – I would be probably categorized as an older, old-school, you know, top coach. Uh uh, but it did allow me to evaluate where we was at in our program, because um, I felt like our kids was in the right places uh, they was doing the right things they was doing what I was asking them to do uh, however, I felt like we was not strong enough uh, so that really really changed some of the things that we have done for, since um uh the end of or the first of November till now. you know we have lived in the weight room uh, we continue to live in the weight room and 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 uh uh you know they was just players and, and running backs and, and different things. that We we was in position to make the tackle. We were strong enough to make it. Uh, so um, really kind of put that film on loop, uh, you know, in front of the players and in front of my mind and, and, and uh, just really focused on the weight room and, and getting stronger. And uh, the kids, you know, about January, they was already making huge gains, and, and they got addicted to the weight room and saw – that they was able to perform better with the things we've asked them to do and and uh so it's been a it's been a good off season in the weight room um however uh we're we're continuing the weight room as, just as hard right now uh and we're going to continue that through the season
0: we're talking with head coach Matt Turner of the Warren County Pioneers football program right here on the High School Playbook presented by Mountain Barn Builders. Coach, I was going to ask about what you guys were focusing in on the off season. Well, you mentioned it right there, kind of getting into the weight room. Take me through who are some guys that really made some big improvements this off season. Well,
6: you know, of course, we've got we've got a couple guys. One of those returners uh, that I talked about that we actually had last year. He got he was actually voted by the coaches. The best linebacker in the region last year, Braylon Grayson, um, has made huge strides and continued to uh, work hard. I mean, he's always worked hard, but the one thing that I've loved about what he has done and brought to the program, he is he has matured and grown as a leader, uh, and 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 you know and kind of put put his teammates on the spot to try to uh, to work at his pace and work at his level, um, and of course, my big guys. Getting Dayton Jernigan back in, you know, he was uh, uh, the uh, the big lineman we lost after halftime at Uh Once he got that rehab and all that, and was cleared to start working, uh, you know, he has the same work ethic and motor as Grayson, and, and 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 so he was he had those linemen going, and uh, you know, and so my offensive line as a whole, uh, Chandler McCormick uh uh Colin Painter, these guys, uh a couple of kids that have really just gotten stronger. Uh but not necessarily just by getting stronger. They've actually been working on their flexibility and their you know and their get off, uh their explosion off the ball and different things of that nature. Um got a quick little uh junior, uh Jathan Pleasant uh, that is really worked. I mean, I had to run him out of the, the facilities, you know, cause he was always in there working on footwork and explosion and, <laughs> and different things of that nature. Um, Nate Elrod, you know, our, our starting quarterback right now is a senior coming back, uh, one of the grittiest guys I've ever met. Uh, been this hammering, uh, with his, uh, receivers and his running backs. And of course, you know, we were kind of running that wing style thing where everything dictates off timing and. And just really setting a high standard. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, and then we've got Alex Van Buren, uh, a th- he'll be a junior this year, but he was a sophomore last year, ended up being an all region player. Uh, but last year was his first year playing football ever. Uh, but just a true athletic, uh, competitor. Uh, so he's really started to, uh, fit in and, 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 and feel, uh, his role as a varsity. Um, player. Uh, he's an outside linebacker slash quarterback, you know, but he's also one of our best receivers. So uh uh very fortunate with some of these guys, but uh, that's, that's the guys off the top of my head.
0: I know coach is uh, still playing in the Jamboree, but you guys have played some scrimmages already in this fall camp. What has really stood out to you in these scrimmages that you've seen from your team?
6: Well, you know, uh, of course we've had some, we've had some doozies. you know, we've had, we we started off with South Pitt coming in, returning state champion program and, and, uh, uh executed well, uh, and, and of course, you know, made some good, uh, uh, corrections and, and Tallahoma Uh the, another <laughs> the defending state championship <laughs> program came in, we scrimmaged them on Tuesday and, and, uh and you know and had some really good work uh then the biggest thing that i have seen is is it's awesome as a coach is i'm not having to coach effort or commitment these kids are giving me everything they got and they're firing off the ball uh now they may be going in the wrong position or the wrong you know wrong track or blocking the wrong guy but you know uh that's my job as a coach to uh to correct them in that but they're this group is hungry uh they don't they they experienced that eight and two season and then they also got to experience that one and nine season uh so um they don't want they and they know which one tastes better so they're hungry and, and they have bought into our system and of course this is year four with our system Uh uh this is my freshman class that i had when i took over the job so it, it that's been very nice having the same consistency you know um, as far as the, the system offense defense special teams that we've got implemented so these guys kind of know it but now they've actually been able to implement it to a higher level if that makes sense
0: coach week one you guys get to cap county on the road as you still have well, about a week before then obviously a good DeKalb team what are you guys really focusing in on in practice to get ready for them
6: well, you know, right now we haven't, we haven't, you know, we haven't hung up the DeKalb County sign in the locker room just yet. We're just focusing on one county, uh, and squad 54, uh, and, and, and doing everything we can do to get better. Uh, obviously we've got a jamboree, you know, with the uh, Ray County that, you know, is obviously going to be a, uh, bathroom brawl, you know, just a, uh, a slobber knocker there. And then, and then Grundy County, uh, uh those guys are going to come after us. So we've been focusing on those. Uh, but in this, in the back of the mind, you know, I know these guys are gearing up for DeKalb County, uh, but we're focusing on us right now, fixing what we can do. Uh, and I've told them, you know, that, uh, we're going to go into some very hostile territory next week, um, August 19th, So just a very good DeKalb County team. I feel, uh, I think coach Trapp has always done a great job and, and his boys. I think he's got a squad that, that is going to, uh, do really, really well. And, uh, uh, so I'm excited for that. It's a border battle for us and, uh, you know, it's a little bragging rights are on the line and different things of that nature. So, uh, um just, uh, we've been focusing on just grit and, and, you know, and, and correcting our steps and making sure that we are doing everything we can do, whether it's condition, uh, uh, and making sure we've got our uh, assignments correct, not making any mental mistakes uh so that uh, hopefully that answers your question but we're just kind of focusing on us and then come monday it'll be all DeKalb County.
0: that's head coach matt turner with the warren county pioneers football program right here on the high school playbook presented by mountain barn builders coach turner we appreciate the time i look forward to talking to you throughout the year
6: all right brother i appreciate the opportunity to talk about my squad they're uh they're working hard so uh Pioneers.
0: Thanks for joining us on the high school playbook. All the area coaches have been talked to, and the season is just a few days away. The 2022 season in the Upper Cumberland gets kicked off on Thursday, the 18th, with the Upperman Bees taking on the Cookville Cavaliers at Tennessee Tech. Live coverage of that game can be heard on News Talk ninety four point one. Then the rest of the UC gets their seasons underway on Friday, the 19th. On 1019 AM nine twenty, the Livingston Wildcats travel to Sparta to take on the White county warriors over on sports radio 104.7 the monterey wildcats travel to cannon county to take on the lions elsewhere the jackson county blue devils host the clay county bulldogs york institute travels to bledsoe county warren county battles to cab county lenore city is at stone memorial and whitwell takes on the jets of cumberland county make sure to join us every saturday and wednesday for the high school playbook